Welcome to the Let's Have a Word podcast. This podcast was created to help students and adults in their daily lives, to encourage them to be in the Word more often, and to share their Savior more frequently. So come along now, and let's have a word. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Let's Have a Word podcast. Another guest joins us from the Madison area. His name is Pastor John Billets. He is uh, the lead campus pastor at uh, the Wisconsin Lutheran Chapel on UW-Madison. So I am going to hand it over to him and let him introduce himself. And also thank you again for joining us, Pastor Billets. Well, Nathan, thanks so much for having me. I, I just, uh, uh, this is my first podcast ever. I do like listening to podcasts when I'm in the car, but I never thought about being on one. So it is a, it's certainly an honor and, and a privilege to be here. Uh, I have been a pastor for 27 years. My first four were in Portland, Oregon. Uh, and then I was a high school religion teacher and coach at uh, Luther High School in Onalaska for 17 years. And I have been in Madison at Wisconsin Luther Chaplin Student Center for the last four. Um, I'm married to my wife, Mary, and we have three children, uh, two of whom are through college and one who is a freshman at UW-Madison right now. Uh, My middle uh, child, my son, uh, graduated from Martin Luther College last year and is teaching in Columbus, Ohio right now. So uh, campus ministry is pretty close to my heart. Uh, I actually had a chance while I was teaching at Luther High to be the campus pastor in across Wisconsin for nine years. And so now this is my 13th or 14th year of campus ministry uh, here in Madison. Awesome. So the reason we have you on for today is because of all that, that background with your campus ministry. So um, today I wanna talk about like how college students or high school students that are like in public schools, how they can deal with teachings that are contrary to the Bible. So how should a Christian student handle being taught material that is contrary to what they may believe as Christians? Yeah, and I, and I think that's difficult. And I, uh, if you ever seen a movie like like God's Not Dead or something like that, it's these these awesome moments where all of a sudden the Christian student stands up to the professor, right? And the whole rest of the class gets on board with what the student is saying. And that's a lot of pressure for a college student or a high school student to have the perfect answer for uh, something that they're learning that goes against what God says in his word. Um, One of the first things I tell students is to simply be respectful. I, I think being respectful of a professor's teaching or their opinion Uh, is, or or even what they are presenting as fact that goes against what scripture says, it's going to get you a lot further than if you, uh, you know, decide you're going to make a a big scene in class or try to embarrass the professor in some way. Um, And and so I think that's the first thing. I I think anytime, anytime you're, you, you are disagreeing with what a professor says. Remember that professor is in the position of of authority. And so you just have to be really, really careful as a student. And I think most professors, at least at the at the at the college level, like at UW Madison, they have office hours that it's a good time to maybe go privately talk to them. Um, You know, it it is this idea of I got to do this in class so that everybody knows where I stand. 
that's great if it if it comes up organically and you're able to do it. But but sometimes it just puts an awful lot of pressure on uh, the student and it, and it strains the relationship. Uh, so I, I'm always careful to just say, you know, be respectful of your professors because the goal isn't to win the argument. And, and I think that's where it has to start. You know, you, your goal isn't I want to be right and I want to show my professor that he's or she is wrong. Uh, the goal is how do I get somebody to see Jesus? And if you're respectful and come at it from the point of view that, uh, you know, I, I, my upbringing, the way I think about these things is based on what God says in his word, because, you know, because I, I want people to know the love of Jesus. You're probably going to get a lot further than if you try to, to embarrass the, the teacher or, or call them out on something that they're saying that, that you consider incorrect. Yeah, I think that that respect thing is really important. And um, it's actually interesting because in our history class, believe it or not, uh, we had a forum post about um, responding to someone who believes in evolution and uh, respect and understanding was something that a lot of people stress was important. And um, I think too, um, whether you're dealing with someone who um, doesn't believe what you do, or if this is a professor or teacher, um, especially on the professor side of things, they are really smart and, uh, I mean, they know their stuff too. So yep. for you to come in and change their mind is something that's not going to happen. You're absolutely right. And, and and they've probably heard every single argument before, and they probably have a ready-made answer for each one of those arguments. So yeah, you, you have to be really careful. I think I think one of the things, it's, it's good and bad, I'll roll it into one. Wanting to defend our faith is often emotional. Uh, and it's an, emotion, an emotional thing because we love God's word. We love the truth of God's word. Um, but that emotion sometimes uh, leads us to maybe say things in, in a way that, that, that might put people off rather than wanting them to embrace Christianity. And I think that's, uh, that's an important, important uh, distinction to make. Uh, you might remember, I'm sure you do, Nathan, that it's actually pretty scriptural, this uh, respectful uh, approach. Uh, if you go to Acts chapter 17, it, the Apostle Paul, when, when he exist. is in... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I interrupt, but yeah, uh, that's in, all right. my, in my daily devotions, I've been going through a chapter of Acts um, yeah. in the morning and evening, and I just read Acts 17 last night, so this is fresh nice. Yes. Nice. Well, yeah. So just remember Paul's approach. So, and I think this is just a way to do, to do things where you pose it almost more as a question or you accept what they're saying and find some nugget of truth in it that you can actually hold on to. Uh, so here's Paul walking through Athens, right? He sees all the idols everywhere. Uh, and then he sits down at the meeting of the Areopagus and he's like, oh, men of Athens, I see that you're super religious. This is awesome how religious you are. I saw idols everywhere as I walked through town, but I even saw this one to the unknown God and what you worship as unknown, I want to make known to you. And, and, and just how Paul set them at ease by acknowledging that they were spiritual people and then wanting yeah. to give them a deeper, deeper meaning. I think that's such a great pattern uh, for us as Christians. How do we how do we make Jesus known to people without giving Christians a black eye or a bad name by being combative combative and argumentative. Yeah, and what you said um, about Paul, you know, relating to the people, I think that's really important when you're, um, I guess, for lack of better words, arguing, yeah. uh, like on this um, disagreement that you have, 
um, it's really important to use and relate to what they know. Um, so if we're going to continue with the evolutionist um, ideas, um, you don't want to use the Bible to like discuss with them on stuff because they've already rejected the Bible and discredited it. But if you use stuff in creation that God's used and created to relate to them, and I think what you said too, asking questions makes them think about what they what they truly believe, and I think that um, really helps them to think about what they actually believe. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think that's exactly the exactly the way to to go about it. Where uh, you know you you want them to get ultimately to you want them to get to the truth of the Bible. You want them to read the Bible, but but un, until they're until they understand from uh, something that they can relate to, it's probably not going to be you who's going to convince them to do that. It's only God that will do that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to share one other thing with you that uh, just probably is more recent, and even in the last five, six, seven years, maybe at the most, uh, talking with the college students in both lacrosse and Madison, is that um, they have not run into, I would say, quite as many professors who are so adamant about putting down Christianity. I mean, there certainly are some that that, that will do that. Um, but but this whole, uh, I don't even know how to say it. I, I, the way things have developed is that this idea that there's a, an absolute truth, sometimes people call it this meta-narrative, right? These big narratives that, that run over all of, the, this idea of absolute truth is kind of, it's kind of falling by the wayside. And, and so um, this idea of, of my truth or your truth is kind of becoming uh, popular and common. And, and so a Christian's truth is important to them. And sometimes professors and even fellow students are respectful of that because it's their truth. But then the goal is, well, how do I get my truth to be understood as the truth because it comes from from scripture uh, but actually i would say most students are, are pretty respectful of each other and their beliefs um because there's just this idea that everybody can have their own their own beliefs as as their truth and and so it, it's unique in that you know there is this everybody has their own truth idea but but it's uh and then, then it's also troubling i suppose you could say because there is no the truth anymore. There is no one source for truth. And of course, as Christians, we know we have that in the word that God gave us in, in the Bible. So going off of that, do you have any advice for students if they want, if they have a friend, maybe that's in a class and, you know, they brought up Christianity and what they believe. If a friend has questions about their belief and about what you believe. Do you have any advice of how um, a student can properly share the truth with them? Yeah, and and I and I think that that, that again, as you said before, it's difficult because if they're not a person who believes that the Bible is the only source of truth, taking them to the Bible right away is going to be a, a difficult thing. But I think including them in uh, in a an activity at, uh, at at a church or at a, a youth group or in our case at a campus ministry, uh, getting them connected to other Christians to let them see the joy that, that Christians live with. And, and maybe that's a good reminder too. Um, when we live with joy, when we live like Jesus makes a difference to us and, and not just a, 
I know all of the right words to say in the right time. It's not an academic exercise when it's actually something that affects my life. People notice that. People see when you live differently because you have a joy that, that is beyond what, what most people have in this, this world. Uh, and the other thing is I, I, I just encourage students to be comfortable with what they believe. Uh, somebody phrased it this way, I don't remember where I heard this, but own, own your narrative, like, like what you believe about Jesus. Just be comfortable with, with it um, uh, and, and say to people, you know, this is, this, is what I've, this is what I've learned growing up and this is what makes a difference in my life or, or this is what I hold on to when times are tough and, and people understand that. Um, I, I think Peter probably covered it the best when he said, um, in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give a reason for everyone to, who get, to give an answer for the reason for the hope that you have. Uh, but do this with gentleness and respect. And I think that covers the whole thing, right? Be prepared, know the truth, set apart Jesus as Lord in your heart, uh, and then be gentle and respectful when you talk to other people. Yeah, I think I think you said it, said it very well. So um, to go along with this point, um, it, you said it, you've seen that it doesn't happen too often um, that professors are adamant about what they believe. But if there is a professor or a teacher that is really adamant that, you know, we'll just, we've been using evolution, so we'll just yeah. use that. Um, that evolution is true and you have a test that you're supposed to take. And, you know, it's pretty much saying it's, it's against your religion. Um, I know my, my teachers in high school told me how to handle this, so I can add that after you speak, but how, could, how can a Christian student um, answer that question without, because um, you, know, you, you don't want your grade to suffer and right. lose and fail a class that you need to take for your major, um, but how, how can they answer that question? Yeah, and and I think that's a that's a really really valid point. I, I have told students, you know, you can play the game if if that's what it it takes for you to get through uh, the class. Um, you know, you can say what you know the professor wants. And and I've had a, a couple of students who've told me they've actually asterisked their answer or something, and they've included a little other piece of paper that says, I know what you want me to answer, and so I'll answer it as part of the class, but I want you to know that this isn't necessarily according to my uh, what I believe. I actually had one student a couple years ago who said, um, I'm going to answer the question the way you want, but I would love to come visit in your office sometime. And that, I mean, that took a lot of guts and they knew they knew it was not going to be the easiest. Um, but making clear that that maybe it isn't something that, that you're comfortable uh, agreeing to while certainly not not sacrificing necessarily your grade. Um, I, I to clarify the idea that uh, it doesn't happen as often, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One is the whole my truth versus the truth thing. I think the second reason is um, our students, our Christian students are able to sort of to look at who the professors are in classes. And I used to not be able to do that, but now I think there's, I don't know, it's called rate my professor or whatever. You can know about just about everything about a professor before you sign up for class at, at, at like at UW-Madison for sure. So a lot of times our students will make sure they get the professors that aren't going to do that or that they know are a little bit, you know, less, uh, less challenging to their faith. And, and, and so 
Um, that those might be a couple of the reasons that it's not as prevalent. But I would be interested. What did what did uh, what did your teachers tell you to do when you got to that situation? Yeah. So um, my in junior religion, uh, he was actually my soccer coach too. But he said, uh, you obviously want to answer the question according to what they ask because you don't want to forfeit the grade because um, you might need it for your class. But he said, answer and word it like the book says or yeah. the professor says because then it's not you're you're putting the the correct answer and I'm uh, for you can't see the video so I'm doing yeah. it in air quotes. <laughs> but the, the correct answer um, as to what they want and right. therefore you're you're respecting their opinion um, which I I thought you worded very well in what you were saying um, you know respecting what they are doing and stuff but yeah so that's what that's what my my teacher said you know but the professor says or the book says um, Cause then you're still yeah, and I, and I think that's a great that's a great way to do it. Just uh, you know, it it, it it gives whatever way you can make clear. I'm going to answer the question the way you want it to be answered, but it's not necessarily what what I believe or think, right? So, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's great. And you know, in, in the end, I think our job, our our goal as as Christians are is number one to. Uh, well, to love God above all things, but then secondly, to love our neighbor as ourselves. That means the professor that's standing in front of my class and talking about Christianity in a, in a bad light, or the students who uh, don't necessarily think. My goal is how do I how do I demonstrate the love of Jesus to them? And and I know God wants all people to be saved, and that includes the professor in front of the class and and anyone else who's challenged my faith. And so for for us as Christians to simply think. What can I do? What can I do to to let Jesus and His love shine through? That you're never going to go wrong if you you answer or ask that question about how to approach something. Yeah, for sure. And uh, since we're kind of concluding here, um, just to highlight a few things that you said. Um, obviously, respecting others is really important, and we really like what you said at the end um, uh, about loving the, your neighbor as yourself. And I think it's really important to remember that um, you shouldn't try, you should respect your professor and you shouldn't try to get into an argument in class because who knows what opportunity someone in the future may have with the other students around you. And you don't want them to get a bad rap of what Christianity is. And so I think what you've said many times is that your actions uh, speak very loudly. And so it's really important to to act in a Christian manner towards everyone so that uh, God's word can be told. Yeah, that's well said. That's a great a great summary of, of, of what we talked about. Um, and yeah, it's I know it's not easy. And, and so ultimately I, I, I mostly uh, offer to our students, you know, pray too. Um, God promises he's gonna give us the words to say. He told the disciples when they stood before kings and, and on, on trial that, that they didn't have to worry about what to say because God would give them the words. And it's okay to simply pray that too. If that opportunity demonstrates itself or presents itself, God, give me, give me the right words so that you're glorified and that, and that Jesus love shines through it. And that's a pretty simple prayer before the, those situations come up. Yeah, that's prayer is, I've stressed it many times on here is just incredible that 
we have, you know, I mean, we have cell phones nowadays where you can pick up and call anyone, but right. before cell phones and, you know, maybe in the future we won't have things called cell phones, but we can always, God's always available 24 seven for us to, for us to contact him. Right. So Excellent. Really Excellent. Yeah, that's great. So thank you again, uh, Pastor Bellitz, for joining me. Um, do you have any social media accounts or any way that people can contact you? <laughs> I, I did have social media at one time. I kind of taken a break from social media for, for various reasons, but uh, I'm always happy to, to have people email me. Uh, really pretty simple, pb from Pastor Billets at wlchapel.org. Um, and if you go to our website, wlchapel.org, you can also just find uh, my contact information as far as phone numbers, stuff like that. We do have a chapel Instagram page. I'm pretty sure it's just at WL Chapel. Uh, so if you want to follow along with what's happening at the uh, Wisconsin Lutheran Chapel and Student Center, always happy to have uh, have people on board with our Instagram account. Awesome. Well, thank you very much again for joining me on this. I learned a lot about um, what's going on in colleges now, and I think uh, those students that are in those situations now are going to get a lot from this. So thank you very much. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me, Nathan. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the let's have a word podcast. This podcast is available on almost every streaming service available. And you can even listen online at anchor.fm slash let's have a word. If you have any questions or comments, please do not hesitate to send an email to let's have a word podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram at let's have a word podcast. And please, please share the show with others. It's the only way that we can get our word out there. Thanks again for listening. And now go have a word with God and share that word with others.